Brick and Mortar Reporter, Episode 89. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast, where we show you how to build your business brick by brick. Put on your hard hat and grab your tool belt because you are about to enter the construction zone. And now, here's your host, Christy Hostler. Hey there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. I am so excited to have you with us today. You won't believe what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about my business. I know it's shocking. Listen, before we do that, I had to tell you, if you need to build a website, there's a very easy way to do it. Don't pay people thousands of dollars to do it. Don't even pay them hundreds of dollars to do it. You can do it yourself. BrickandMortarReporter.com forward slash website. Once you go there, all you got to do is put in the URL that you're wanting to purchase or see if it's available. It'll take you to a screen that'll tell you if it's available or what versions or incarnations of it are available. Then it tells you the price. Simply click on it, purchase your URL. It's yours then. I will send you a bonus. It's a cheat sheet. It's going to show you how to install plugins on your website, and it's going to show you the plugins that you want to go ahead and get on there. So it's an easy, easy, easy thing to do. So brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website, and you'll be able to have your own. So now let's get to the heart of what we're going to talk about today. Noticed a couple of things lately with my business and the good news is is that for a while now like more than a week I've been consistently able to be down at the pier that means we've had no bad weather that means we've had no um, reasons not to go down to the pier whether it's because it's raining or whether it's because the cruise ship was blocking the sunset and there really isn't a sunset whenever that happens so it's just one of those things that um, it's allowed me to have a string of, you know, successive nights to really start comparing things. Here's what I've noticed. Many of the tourists that are down there, you know, I'm dealing with mainly tourists. Many of the tourists that are down there come back out to sunset more than one night. And the reason I've noticed this, number one, I do see some of them. Some of them are... Um, you know, they're, they have, maybe they have a certain dog with them or something like that. And so you see the dog, and you're like, wait a minute, I saw that dog last night. Oh, that dog was here last night. And you realize it was the people too. But what I've started noticing is I am getting repeat customers. Particularly, uh, this past week it's happened. Uh, I had a guy one night came got ice cream. The next night he came back and brought a lady with him. And they both got ice cream. Um, another night... Last night, in fact, a guy came back, or two nights ago, I had sold him some coconut ice cream, and he was like, I really wanted chocolate. I'm like, let's do coconut chocolate. It's going to be so good. And he came back, and he's like, oh, my gosh, that ice cream was so good last night. Tonight's our last night in town, and we had to come back and get some more. Perfect. That's exactly what I want. That's what I'm looking for. Now, the other, the other thing is I do have a couple of fellas that come down. They're locals. They actually come down and see me for coffee every night. They're as cute as a button, and they just like to come down and hang out, and they'll come and chat. And so I see those guys every single night. So it's funny, though, because in my little microcosm of tourists that are visiting Key West, I can work to build a little bit of a base with 
my customers. It's a very tiny base. It's not a base that's going to last for very long as far as in successive days. It's not It's not even people that I could, um, you know, count on for a month, a month from now. But they're people that if I can get them to come back more than one night, then I've doubled uh, my revenue opportunity from them. So it's interesting, though, because when I started, one of the challenges was that I was dealing with tourists, and there's nothing I can do to um, really build any type of repetition or loyalty within my clientele. Well, it's not exactly true, I'm finding out now. And so some of the things that I try to do, and, and I'll be honest with you, maybe I'm a little bit Maybe I'm a little bit harder on this because of my years in work with working in customer relations. Um, but knowing that it's me and I'm the only one working my food cart, um, I get the opportunity to provide awesome customer service to every single customer that I encounter. And it's not just about giving them exactly what they ask for. It's about sometimes anticipating or going above and beyond and doing something that's unexpected for them. Beyond that, I try to find out, and, and I have an opportunity because with two, both of, two of the products that I make, there's a little bit of time where the customer is actually standing there in front of me while I'm actually working on the product. And so I have learned that one of the things that I need to do is I need to be engaging my customer. And the easiest way for me to do that is start by talking about where they're from. Where are they visiting from? Because I know most of them are visiting. And then, you know what, if you're not visiting in town, locals will say, oh, I'm a local. I just had some family down here and they're watching sunset. I want to get some coffee or I want to get some ice cream or whatever it was that they're getting. And so I love talking to people. You find out more about them. They're interesting. And when you show an interest in your customer, you know what, they remember that. It's not just serving them and handing them their money and giving them back and saying, thank you for your business. It's about talking to them and about making them feel um, like they're actually people and humans instead of a transaction. So I get the opportunity to do that. And if I had a place that had um, employees, I would expect every employee to do that. Um, I hate to say it, but there's um, a lot of the younger generation doesn't really know how to carry on a conversation. They have some what I would call stunted social skills mainly because they've been digitized. They've been so used to being uh, having so many digital relationships, they don't know how to look people in the eye and talk to them and say, hey, how are you? Where are you from? And take an interest in you and even know what to ask and how to follow up with questions. And when people you know, say what it is they do or where they're from, you look for ways to find commonality with them. And, uh, you know, so you look at within your family. I mean, I get, for whatever reason, I've had a lot of people from Pennsylvania this week. And they're from Pennsylvania. And I'm always able to say, oh, my dad is from Pennsylvania. And then we start talking about that. Now, granted, I have no idea when they go, oh, well, I'm from up in the eastern part of Pennsylvania. And, and that's where he's from is the, no, I don't even know where it is. Some, we're at a different part of the state. You know, but still, I've got that connection to Pennsylvania. And so I'm automatically connecting with them. Sometimes they're wearing paraphernalia of a sports team. Had a guy the other night, he had on a Carolina jacket from South Carolina. Go Gamecocks. And he had on a Carolina jacket. And he 
I looked and I had on my Carolina jacket. So he was kind of standing there not paying attention to me. And I said, I love your jacket. And he's like, oh my gosh, I love yours too. Where about you from? Well, he's from the same place. I was, you know, living in South Carolina before I moved. So I got to talk to him. And before I knew it, he said, well, I'm fixing to have to apologize to you right now. And I'm like, why? For what? And all of a sudden his wife walked up and his wife was wearing the rival Clemson paraphernalia. And I said, oh my gosh, you have a divided house. So we were able to have this whole conversation. But the cool thing is about that couple, I never sold them a thing. They weren't there to buy anything from me, but I could treat them like people. I was actually able to talk to them and kind of give them a little bit of, of directions as far as where they want to go and, and some things they wanted to do. But the whole thing is, if you're happy to be doing your business and you're in your business every single day and you know that every one of those encounters, whether it's because they're, they're there purchasing something from you or whether it is because they just happen to walk by and have a commonality. I'll see um, there's this state thing with South Carolina. It's the palmetto tree with the moon and it's like the state, I don't know if it's a logo or whatever it is, but everyone knows that and I have seen that on t-shirts and all that and I'll see people and I'll ask them about that. I have the same thing with, with the Alabama-Auburn thing. I'm originally from Alabama and so um, you know there's all these things that you can connect with people on all these different levels if you're looking for that opportunity. Now sometimes people don't and, and I, I personally love to go, I don't do a lot of shopping. Shopping, I'm not a big shopper. But if there's a really cool downtown section of, of a town or little areas, I love to go and walk the shops and look at what they have. I don't buy much. Um, clearly now I have no money to buy anything with. So, But I still like to go by and look and talk to people and see what they have. And it's so interesting to me. I feel many times so sorry for the business owner whenever I walk into a place and there's a clerk sitting behind a counter and they never speak to me. They never acknowledge that I walked in the door. They never, and it's different, and to me it's even different than how can I help you, can I help you find anything? I mean, that's still all about the store, right? I mean, can I help point you to the direction? You're like, no, 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 I'm just looking. Everyone's just looking when you do that. But it's like, you know, because they don't really care that every customer walked in their door, which is even a lot more of a committed action than just standing in front of my food cart looking at something else, you get to a point where you feel sorry for the business owner because you feel like their employees are not taking their business as seriously as they do. There's an epidemic of this, and it's not just in Key West. It's so interesting to me because I, um, you know, as a local in Key West, I realize that Key West is built largely on tourism. It's very, very similarly to the way that Hawaii is built on tourism. Now, granted, there's tons of natural resources that have, you know, things there, but there's, I mean, there's not a lot of industry other than the industry of tourism, and it's the same thing with Key West. But there is a vast difference between how you are treated as a tourist in Hawaii and how you're treated as a tourist in Key West. And it was funny, we had to go, we had to grab something quick the other day because we were between one thing to another and we grabbed, I think it was, it was one of the fast food places we had to go through and just grab a quick, quick sandwich and, and get back on the road. And it was funny because the person that took our money didn't, like, did not even speak to us. 
and it wasn't thank you have a pleasant day it was no chick-fil-a my pleasure to serve you or anything like that and we we definitely uh when we got done with that transaction the person that was in the car that looked at me and said wow they're certainly not thanking you for your business here. Where's that aloha spirit? And it's just, it's funny because you would think we would be much better at doing that. But here's the thing. Because everyone in my town and my tourist destination isn't like that, gives me a huge opportunity to be a differentiator. Because I want to build my base. I mean, if I can take, if I can look at every potential customer that I have today as someone that I will not only have today, but maybe even multiple times for the duration of their trip, then what have I done? I've just built my revenue from one night to the other. So what I want to encourage you to look at is what are you doing to build your base, or your base of customers, your base of loyal fans, your tribe for your business. Are you, and I have more of a challenge than anyone because I do have a tourist population largely that I'm at this juncture in my business that I'm dealing with. Maybe one day we'll get to a point where it'll be more local. But the whole thing is, you know, people come to tour. I mean, there are people that have been coming to Key West as tourists for 20 years. And they come every year and every year they come, they do Mallory Square. They get used to seeing the same things. In fact, I have customers come up to me and sometimes they're not even my customers. They're just tourists that happen to be passing by and they um, stop and say, is the cookie lady still here or is the such and such guy still here because it's somebody that stuck out to them but i'm going to be honest the longer that people have been down there the more jaded they are toward tourists and you'll see largely a transaction happen and no words be spoken you don't see people talking to them yes i'm fresh and green down there yes i'm fresh and green in key west and i still take pictures on my way to work every day because i think it's so beautiful so i'm not jaded yet i hope i never get to the point where i either resent my customers or i get to the point where i am not appreciating everyone that stops at my cart you know and it's funny because sometimes i'll i'll be standing in my food cart waiting for someone to come up and and say something or, or order something and I'll be standing there and they'll say I'd like to get um, can I get a chocolate ice cream and I always try to make sure I have a really enthusiastic response to what they just ordered I'm like oh yeah I'd be glad to make you a chocolate ice cream oh my gosh that is like the most popular flavor ever you know and then we start having this conversation but if I just said yeah I'll get you a chocolate ice cream and I just started making it and didn't say anything. I mean, I want them to know they made a daggone fantastic choice by what they ordered from my food cart. You know, it's just one of those things that your level of enthusiasm and your level of passion for your business, it can either be contagious or it can be so non-existent that you have an unimpressive business. I don't want to have an unimpressive business. And even though I can't build a base of repeat local customers that will come back to me week after week, month after month, year after year, what I can do is build a loyal base of customers that will come back to me the three more nights they're in town or the next night that they're in town because they had something that was so good. Or that I get a local who happened to come down with his buddy and now comes down every night. It's like his dinner ritual after dinner doesn't matter who's in town and who he's with. He's like, nope, I've got to go see my friend Christy at the pier. i got to go get the best coffee. 
Now, I granted, I don't serve the best coffee in Key West. How can you do that out of a booth without, you know, without all the big coffee machines and the frothing milk and the great thing? You know what? The guy just wants a good black cup of coffee, a little sugar in it, and he wants to be treated like a person, and he wants to talk to him. and I have the time to stand there and talk to him. And you know what he does when he stands there? If people walk by and act like they're interested in what I'm selling or looking, they're looking at my cart, you know what he does? He'll turn around and say, oh, you should get some of this coffee. It's the best coffee on the pier. Oh, best coffee in town. Oh, it's good. You know, and he'll encourage people to buy from me. It was funny. The same guy did it last night that bought the chocolate ice cream with the coconut. He came up and he had a hat on last night and I didn't immediately recognize him. But the minute he said, you talked me into the chocolate coconut combination last night. And I got to tell you, that was so fantastic. And I looked at him and I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I had to try some myself after you left. And you're right. It is the bomb. Because I did. I was like, I want to try this and see what it's like. And absolutely, it was fantastic. While he was standing there and I was making his ice cream, the next guy in line came up and he said, what is that? And the guy goes, it is the best ice cream in the world. Because it kind of makes a show when I make it. It goes a little, you know, it spits out some smoke and, and it sizzles and it boils and I'm stirring a pot of, of look like a cauldron of something, right? And so what happens is the guy turns around and he said, oh my God, this is the best ice cream ever. He said, now I don't know this lady. I never saw her before until last night. But she made me this coconut chocolate ice cream last night and it was so good. I had to come back tonight because it's my last night in town. So customers will do that for you whenever you take an interest in them. So I am thrilled to find these small, very small ways to build a very teeny tiny customer base. Now, it's not a week long or a month long or a mile long. It's maybe two days, maybe the end of their trip. You know what? A lot of people that are here now will say, no, but I'll be back in January. Well, come on back. I will be here. You know where to come. So it's just one of those things. Look for the opportunity because every customer interaction that you have is absolutely critical. And, you know, you'll get some customers that will respond better to you than others. I get some that will kind of answer my questions but not be real engaged. And I just keep talking to them, keep talking to them. And even if they're not very engaged, at least by the end of the conversation, they have a question for me. <laughs> Their question for me is, where in the world are you from? And I guess it's because they detect an accent that I don't hear whenever I speak. And so they want to know where I'm from because they, they clearly know it's somewhere south and they want to know. So it's interesting to see how different customers respond. But I have definitely noticed that trend and I love the trend of being able to get repeat business. That's the name of the game for any business out there. So it doesn't matter what your business is. And you know what? Those word of mouth referrals that you can get in your business from one customer to another are fantastic. That is the holy grail. That is the best form of advertising. It costs you nothing. At the same time, it is the most credible advertising. I can tell you that my ice cream is darn good. I can tell you that chocolate and coconut is the best ice cream you'll ever put in your mouth. But you know what? That's me saying that. But it means a whole different thing when my customer says that. And it means a whole different level of credibility when it's coming from your customers. So, you know the song, all about the base, about the base, no trouble. It's time to work on your base. What are you going to do about your customer base? And are you going to treat them like the gold that they are? 
If I can do it whenever I know that that base might only be there for one more night, might only be there for two more nights, it might be six months before I see them again. And God only knows we have the next time they come to the pier. It's not a, a cloudy, rainy night where we can't even be out there because then they won't see us and they'll forget about us. But what are you doing to build your base? I'm working on mine, and every customer interaction is an opportunity. So if you haven't taken full advantage of those opportunities, and if you have employees that are not taking full advantage of the opportunities, get them in check. They're costing you business. They really are. You need Chatty Cathy greeting your customers. You need somebody checking your customers out or doing their estimates or whatever that knows how to build rapport and knows how to connect with your customers. Because when they can, when you get that connection, you are the front, forefront in their mind when it comes to whatever the service is or the business is. And if people are treated well, they're going to come back. And if you talk to them and you laugh with them and you cut up with them and you send them off smiling because of their interaction, they're going to come back to you. And that's my goal every single night, even though I know it might be the last time in the world I ever see some of these people. But I want to do that because there is an off chance that tomorrow night they'll be walking back through. There'll be a chance that next summer they'll be back. Or next month they'll be back. I don't know. All about the base. It truly is. And I'm working on mine, and I want you to work on yours. Don't miss the opportunities. They're right in front of your face. They're right in front of your employees' faces. So go ahead and do what you can do to provide the absolute best customer service that you have ever been provided. But do that for your customer. It really does make people stop because I'm going to tell you right now, so few companies do it. Really, so few companies do it. It's a shame. It's an absolute shame, but it can now be a differentiator between you and your your business. Uh, your com competition for your business isn't going to do it. So why not be the absolute best? I've had several opportunities to, and I told you last week, nickel and dime people over stuff. If somebody wants a cup, charge them for a cup. You know, I had a guy the other day come back up, and he had his cup of coffee in his hand. It was about halfway uh, empty. I almost said halfway drinking, but even I know that's not correct, right? It was halfway empty. He had, he had, that's a hard one to conjugate. He had drunk half of his coffee, but it turns out it wasn't his coffee. It was his mother's coffee, and he's like, yeah, my mom uh, got this coffee and drank half of it, went to the bathroom. Now it's getting cold, and so simply the easy, he said, do you have a microwave or anything? And I'm like, no, I don't have a microwave, but here, let me just give her give her a refill, like you would do at a restaurant, right? Let me give you a refill, because that refill is going to be hot. I'm like, you might need to add more sugar or cream to it, but hey, it'll at least be hot. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. Well, there's no way in the world I'm going to charge that boy for that. That's crazy. People come back, they need more lids, they need more spoons, they need whatever they need. Give it to them. It'll be okay. You'll get it back on the back end. Don't nickel and dime them. Nothing more annoying than going to a restaurant or somewhere. And I had a restaurant in South Carolina I love to go to. Love to go to. And I want to tell you why. Because they had the best Greek dressing for the salad you could ever want. The best dressing. I used to go in there every Sunday after church. And whenever I went in there after church, 
it wasn't just me and my family. We would end up taking a group, and the group could be 10 or 12 people. And it was because I wanted to go there. And I would be like, hey, how about we go to XYZ? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. So I initiated that because I wanted to go there. Love their dressing. I could put a straw in the bottle and drink the dressing. It was so good. But here's the thing. About six months before I moved out of South Carolina, things started changing at the restaurant. And the salad that I used to get, and I would get a grilled chicken salad, and I would just tell them to Greek it up. And that means they would put the Kalamata olives, they put feta cheese on it, and uh, I would get the Greek dressing, but it would also have the grilled chicken on there. And then they started, when every time I wanted to order that, they would say, oh, well, you know the cheese is $1.60 extra. And I would say, you know what, I don't care what it is, give me the cheese. Now, granted, I know why they were doing that, because they didn't, I guess they didn't used to charge for cheese. But it just burned me up because I thought, you know, here I am bringing you a table full of business every single week. And it got to the point where they would have the table set up for us from week to week with 10 or 12 chairs there, knowing we were going to be a big party. And I was the driving factor, and I guarantee you this, since I've left South Carolina, they have not had our big group continuing to go to that restaurant. But yet they were wanting to nickel and dine me over feta cheese, a little one ounce thing of feta cheese, please. And then you get to other restaurants and you, you, you get one dip for whatever you're getting. And if you want extra, oh, it's 25 cents or it's whatever. I understand why people are doing this, but as a customer, it does not feel good. It does not make you have a feeling of goodwill. And I know the server's just the messenger. They're just doing what the business owner wants. But my goodness gracious, if you can't afford to give somebody, you know, and it's funny, I even find it whenever people are doing the coffee. I started out doing the little creamers, the individual creamers. And I would say to people, do you want creamer? And I would get them whatever they wanted. And I'd just put the box in front of them and say, you know, have what you want. And they would do two. And then they'd be like, oh, is it okay if I get one more? Of course it is. Get however many creamers you need to make the coffee like you want it. Because if the coffee's like you want it, you're going to come back and get more coffee's not like you want it, you're going to throw that away half done and say, I'm never going back there again. So it's just one of those things you can choose absolutely how you want to treat your customers. And I want to treat my customers in a generous way because when I do that, my customers will treat me in a generous way by and large. So build your base by giving them absolutely the best customer service that you can even find anywhere and they will be back. Listen, if you need a website for any reason, any reason whatsoever, I've got an easy way to do it. Brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website. Go there, put in whatever website you're wanting to get. It could be bestcustomerservice.com. You never know. It, it, I mean, there's, there, it's crazy. You can get whatever URL you want as long as it's available. So get it. Go ahead and make the purchase. And then once you do, I'll send you a cheat sheet for the best plugins you need to go ahead and get on your website. It'll help make your website seen by Google and other search engines. It'll help make it more user-friendly to use, and it'll also help keep the spam robots and all those the bots from getting you and filling up your website with a bunch of junk that you don't want that'll be bad for you. So I'll steer you clear of all those. BrickandMortarReporter.com forward slash website. That's how to get there. Listen, thanks so much for joining me on this journey. I cannot tell you how much it means that you follow along, that you 
weep with me whenever it's time to weep and you rejoice when it's time to rejoice and uh, I am very very excited what the future holds and I just uh, hope it comes very quickly so thank you for joining with me and for following me along and for learning the lessons along as I learn them in my business I hope you guys have a fantastic day thank you for listening to the brick and mortar reporter podcast where we build businesses all day long with no permits Remember, local businesses are the backbone of our economy. So, whenever you have the opportunity, choose local.